Hello, everyone. We are back for season two of Saturday Night Hive, but season 47 of Saturday Night Live. And today's a special episode because me and Hibba are in the same room. I know. It's crazy. Hello, Hibba. Oh my god, hi Candace. Hibba, I want you to describe for me the room that we are in and the circumstance unto which we are in the same room. Oh my god. Okay, so as you all know, um, we are a bi-coastal podcast, mm. meaning Candace lives in LA, I live in DC. We somehow make it work. It's difficult, but it's worth it for mm. all of our fans. Um, but I actually was in LA for a wedding, so we were able to come together. We are um in this place uh shared co-working space but the vibes of this like when you walk into this place they have a very strong brand Mm. i would describe the brand as like white hippie but like in la sure you know anywhere else it would be a little less posh okay actually here's a great example so we both were able to pick up a free a complimentary rose quartz at the check-in table so hopefully that paints a picture for you it really does yeah but to start off i actually wanted to talk about the news that we all received this past week which is that beck bennett is leaving and Mm. let me start off by saying kudos to one candace because (laughs) if we roll back the tape from the last episode she predicted he was leaving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would keep an eye out on beck bennett I think he might be leaving. And my only reason for saying this is because me, an avid watch through the credits girl, homeboy was crying a lot during those credits. And I mean, the thing is, Kate McKinnon also cried during the opening monologue, which to me like indicated some type of like self-departure. But I think Beck Bennett is doing a quiet exit. And I'm curious to see if I'm right next season. Guys, I was right. I was totally right. I actually did not think I would be right, but I was totally right. Um, and it was interesting. Beck told Time.com that part of the reasons, because like his wife has been in LA this whole time, they've had like a long distance relationship. They might start a family, and like a lot of this kind of rang true. The same reasons that Bill Hader left when he did, and I mean, like it to me, it seemed like it was Beck's. Um, decision to leave I think him like having such an emotional reaction at the finale that Mm -hmm. indicates to me he knew back then but what is weird is the fact that like the four people we all thought would leave so that's like A.D. Bryant, Cecily Mm -hmm. Strong, Kate McKinnon, Pete Davidson all came back Um, Kate McKinnon was not here the word on the street is that she's in Australia filming the Tiger King movie (laughs) So oh she's my God, busy. What? I know. So she's busy. <laughs> That's mind blowing. But Cecily's back. 80s back. Pete, Pete Davidson is back mm-hmm. on Weekend Update. He said, I can't believe I'm back here, which to me indicates he really didn't know. Mm-hmm. But did you have any interpretations of like these four people coming back? Yeah. Um, first of all, I do want to give credit where credit is due to your rightful prediction. Thank you. Um, that was pretty amazing. I think, to be honest, I'm most surprised about Cecily and Kate McKinnon because, I mean, obviously I love them and happy to have them around, but Cecily did like a huge, what I thought was exit number. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it was just kind of like a 2020 was shitty and everything was terrible, so like let me be extra dramatic, Mm -hmm. but yeah honestly i am sad about back bennett leaving i do think it was definitely his choice like sometimes people like just don't get asked back which i think is what maybe pete davidson was alluding to um although i feel like he 
he shouldn't but he does have job security mm-hmm. at snl mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm not really sure what that was all about but i wish beck bennett the best like i feel like the best possible scenario is that you're either like such a star that people never want you to leave like keenan or you do like a good a good chunk of time and then people are like okay like sad to see you go but i'm sure you'll do other funny things like we will hear from beck bennett again you know yeah i think what confuses me right now is like i can't really tell who had the power in terms of coming back and staying Mm -hmm. because like when Cecily did her number, the vibe I got was that she was taking ownership and agency and being like, I'm leaving. This is my number. With Pete, too, the vibe I got from him was almost like, I don't know if I'm coming back, but if some higher power tells me I am, then great. And so with all that said, I think there's like a few deductions I've made. Mm. Possibly that those who felt they were on the fence maybe got pulled back in because they got more money from it or they were able to add things into their contract like x can go off for three months and shoot a movie in montreal Mm. or they're only signed on for the first half of the season but they can return to this the second half of the season which is interesting um but back to this episode owen wilson how do we feel about owen wilson as an entity okay i just want to say thank you for using the word entity because Mm. i feel like that's accurate second of all I have been a fan of the Cars movie. I've only seen the first one, mm-hmm. but I do have fond memories of watching it like with my siblings um, in my youth. And I just learned today, like 45 minutes ago from Candace, that Owen Wilson is the voice of Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. And that honestly, mind-blowing for me because I was trying to figure out like why he's irrelevant. Like yeah. usually SNL hosts have like done some sort of recent project and he sort of made a joke about like the next cars movie um and i was like why is he saying that but anyways that was mind-blowing um owen wilson so so, okay so my memories of him are very like nostalgic like mostly him being in like rom-coms or some kind of comedy movie that i used to like rent in dvd form Mm -hmm. from blockbuster and like watch with my family on friday nights um, I have not really thought about the entity of Owen Wilson in maybe like, mm, I'm going to say eight to 12 years. Mm. So like, wasn't super stoked to see him. I think he did. <laughs> but like, I wasn't disappointed. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I was just kind of neutral. I think he did okay hosting. To be honest, I'm more excited about the other upcoming hosts. And I know we're going to talk about that later. True. I will say this. I was surprised that this was Owen's first time hosting because he's Mm. had so many hits. I mean, like, Night of the Museum. Night of the Museum 2. Night of the Museum (laughs) 3. Wedding Crashers. uh, The Internship, which is weirdly, like, a cable rerun favorite of mine. Mm. And for a minute, I was like, well, maybe it's, like, his first time because he's really scared about sketch comedy and, like, live television, which is true. Mm-hmm. He, like, told Kevin Nealon on his, like, weird YouTube hiking podcast mm, that he, like, hates public speaking, which I think is actually kind of weird because I really only considered the monologue the only instance of yeah. public speaking. And that's the thing. I think he did the monologue really well. Mm. Um, but also, like, the monologue is one of those things where if you want an exit route, you could just make it really, really short. Or mm. you could do, like, a questions to the audience where you don't really say that much. But with all of that said, I want to get into the episode itself. Heba, why don't you start us off? What was, like, something you liked? Yeah, so I want to start with the cold open. So I think um, a big thing 
that like was immediately shocking for me was that um, they had one of the new cast members, the new features, a play Joe Biden. So mm-hmm. first of all, we have a new Joe Biden, which is huge. I wonder if that's going to be like a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really look like Joe Biden. No. Like shout out to SNL makeup and costume department. They're always amazing. But he actually had the mannerisms and the accent down pretty well. So I thought the impression was solid. I do wonder, like, if he wasn't, like, a white guy, would they have taken that big of a chance on him, right? Mm. Like, to open the show with a brand new cast member and put them in the role of impersonating a president, Mm -hmm. um, where he had such a huge... I mean, there were other people, obviously, like, featured, um, but he had such a huge speaking role. Like, to be honest, I feel like it takes me a few, like months into the season to even know who the new cast members are because they don't get a lot of airtime. Mm-hmm. so that immediately immediately caught my attention yeah i was really surprised he was the first face you see on the episode mm-hmm. i'm gonna make like a pretty bold statement and say that i do think even though he doesn't look like joe biden i am going to believe that that was a big reason why he was hired mm-hmm. um and to be fair like featured players are not really known when they come to SNL. I don't mm-hmm. expect to know any of their resume. Yeah. Sarah Squirm is like a very good example of that. Um, but I guess I'm happy that they finally settled on someone because the Jim Carrey part, the Oof. Alex Moffat part, like it just felt so it shaky and it wasn't working. You're right. But I agree with you. I think something that I gleaned from that cold open is that I firmly believe that the women are going to carry the season. Mm. I think that with Beck Bennett leaving, yes, Alex Moffat's still here. Like, so you have someone, and Mikey Day is still here, mm. some pretty solid, like, male performers. I just think that the women and Boneyang are <laughs> going to kill it this season. I think Ego was in so many of the sketches. Mm. Aidy and Cecily are always strong, but mm. I do get this, like, half and half out vibe from them of, like, I don't know when they're going to be pulled into mm. a movie overseas. I don't know when Schmigadoon season two will be picked up. So the last thing I want to say is this Joe Biden impersonator to me looks a lot like Tim Robinson, who hosts I Think You Should Leave. Tim Robinson used to write for SNL, and I think he was on it for one season, so maybe there's a bit of like a reminence. Mm. Um, But speaking of new cast members, Sarah Squirm is in a sketch that you liked, Hibba, which was called Mail-In Testing. Oh my god, yeah, that was really hilarious. Okay, so at first I thought they were trying to do like a covid take your test at home and mail it in or something like that but actually so the premise of the sketch was basically that they run like a company where you can send your stool Mm -hmm. in for laboratory testing was just like i understand from like like a medical pr perspective that people would be hesitant to do that right so like it's plausible that they would need to make a commercial about it which is like a funny premise it anyways Mm -hmm. but they were just like aggressively like really messing up the commercial in a way where it was like there's no way like even if like I was okay with the idea of this kind of weird thing there's no way I would send my sample to them Um, and also, like, I, I like that they make fun of something that, like, normal people wouldn't even think that that was, like, 
a thing that might happen. <laughs> so it's actually like a very like gross, like lowbrow. It seems like it would be like a lowbrow humorous sketch, but I liked it because I thought that like the comedy was very smart. Yeah. And like it was very original in a way. Um, to be honest, like, so I think we talked about this before where like I usually like the more like timely, like political commentary sketches, mm-hmm. which is like why I love Weekend Update. And you kind of like the more like random sketches. It's true. Yeah. yeah. This is one of the sketches that I was like, this has nothing to do. Like you could play this sketch today or you could play it five years from now or five years ago and it would still be funny. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have anything to do with. Well, it doesn't have that much to do with current events. Um, but it was just a fun time, to be honest. I have to say that Sarah Squirm in this sketch, she's an interesting character to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know exactly where to place her. I don't exactly know what to think about her performances yet, but I do sense this like quirkiness in her. Mm-hmm. I hope she's like really interested in writing because to me, I felt like, oh, she probably wrote the sketch, I hope, and performed it with yeah. Andrew Dismukes, who I did Love. lovingly call a discount John Mulaney, <laughs> which is actually valuable because the real John Mulaney ain't doing that well. Mm. But on top of that, this sketch actually kind of reminded me of one of my like top five favorite sketches, which is the Taco Bell sketch where Kyle Mooney screams, oh man, I'm all out of cash. It is, and it's with Adam Driver. And it's like one of my favorite sketches that I will watch when I'm really sad. But with that being said, um, I do want to move to another sketch that I did like for some reason, <laughs> school board meeting. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I want to bring this up is because sadly, this was the only Bowen appearance of this episode, yeah. which made me really sad. But Bowen was my favorite part of this sketch where he basically played this like crazy surfer guy, something that I don't really expect out of Bowen. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think Bowen actually has a good shot at shining this season because I think we all love him. Coming off this Emmy nomination, there's only going to be more. And I'm excited for him to just kind of get out of these boxes that he's put in. Like, obviously, the iceberg was something pretty off the wall. Mm -hmm. But I want to see him just, like, do whatever he wants. And I think this was, like, a good example of that. I think also, like, it's such a testament to the the stage presence that he has Mm -hmm. when all he has to do is, like, show up and, like, make a weird face and people are, like, cracking up. Mm -hmm. Like, that, like, he had so much more influence and presence, even though he had, like, two seconds of dialogue than a lot of other, there were so many characters in that sketch and a lot of the characters had longer dialogues and, like, I couldn't tell you what they said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... Um, another sketch that I was like surprisingly charmed by was the funeral song one. I think I just really like it when Keenan sings, which mm-hmm, is why mm-hmm. I'm very excited for Jason Sudeikis to come on because if they do, what's up with that? Mm, <laughs> I will be so happy. Yeah. Um, however, let's just get into Hibba's favorite time of the month, weekend update. Time of the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, great. Um, okay, so weekend update. I just want to start off by saying that Colin is like a whole dad now. I know. That definitely changes Ugh. like my perceptions of him. Good way, bad way. Um, I don't know to be honest. I feel like I'm like judging him by a different set of standards. Interesting. Now. I wonder if he's gonna kind of like do his same theme or if he's gonna like insert any dad like mm-hmm, jokes or mm-hmm. humor. We can update. I enjoyed all of the like policy policy like infrastructure bill jokes. Um I thought those were good. 
Um, I felt personally attacked by the white paint joke. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Basically, the joke was like the, some scientists like invented the whitest paint or something like that. And then they were like, they have been like accused of like Colin Jost being their favorite part of mm-hmm. SNL. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. this is a out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there were actually a lot of also like cameos on yeah. Weekend Update this week. So like, Pete Davidson came on to talk about the Met Gala. I think he did actually a good job. Like, um, he famously has a lot of Weekend Update appearances. I feel like that's really where he, like, cut his teeth on mm-hmm. SNL presence who doesn't show up in a ton of sketches. Um, he actually broke down a lot of, like, toxic masculinity right. um, themes. He talks about, like, why he wore a dress to the Met Gala, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, th- I thought he did a good job. I thought it was weird that he said... I can't believe I'm back, which yeah. we touched on earlier. Um, but he's, yeah, I don't know. We got to keep an eye out on, <laughs> on him. Yeah, because, like, he is someone that I expected to leave. Yeah. He gives me the vibe of someone who would not stay in a room he doesn't want to be in. If he's at a party he yeah. doesn't want to be at, he'll just leave. leave yeah. So, and I guess I could hold the same thing for Kate, Cecily, and AD. I yeah. think all of them have actually gotten what they wanted to out of snl they've reached their peak meaning they've like really honed in on who they are and we know who they are yeah and i don't exactly know what this next round is i don't know what this next lap is but like it's also i'd also don't know what's going on behind the scenes maybe they make a million dollars per episode and i just have no idea (laughs) i think okay so the other thing is that i think the difference between pete davidson and like cecily and ad and all of those people is that like those people actually have alternative viable options, right? Mm, like, mm. like AD had her own show. Cecily had her own show. Like, they could actually go do other things. Like, I think for a while, Pete alluded to this, and we talked about it in a episode last season where he was like, oh, yeah, like, all these, like, movie deals are going to start rolling mm-hmm. in. And we were like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, you are not about to become, like, a breakout movie heartthrob. Yeah. Like, I think for him, the next iteration is maybe he does, like, a stand-up tour and gets like a like another netflix special mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. like that like i don't really see him having I, I'm, I wish the best for him obviously but i just feel like if he thinks that he's gonna be like box office film star mm-hmm. like that's not really where that's it's not like snl or that you know like that's not really yeah. gonna materialize in the way that like i think other cast members do have like a little bit more um clout or like alternative viable options to leave snl yeah i mean look hiba maybe it's because the suicide squad did not do as well (laughs) in the box office this summer as he thought yeah and he was just like man i gotta get my job back there's always that episode i did think it was very funny how he did did some jabs at colin for like tom and jerry not being oh i'm so glad he did those i mean the thing is tom jerry and the suicide squad two hbo movies that were also released in theaters at the same time this summer yeah and maybe maybe it was a play of like oh your movie flopped mine barely did (laughs) but that's the thing too like if you really think about it colin and pete both got movies big movies we'll call them Mm -hmm. while at snl neither decides to leave this season Mm -hmm. even though if they did i would not be surprised i think like the like if they were thinking of the movie as a proof of concept for them being a Mm -hmm. movie star obviously that proof of concept failed i think the difference is that colin jost like didn't expect to become a movie star like he was just kind of like 
well maybe it's because he's married to a movie star so that helps Mm -hmm. him to like actually know what that means but like i think he was just kind of like oh yeah like i'm a comedian but like i got to do this movie one time and it was just like like an outlier on my resume it was cool but like pete is delusional enough to be like maybe this is a thing i do now true i actually will say like the one piece of art from pete that i do like was his stamp special for netflix Mm -hmm. and so i wouldn't be mad if that's what he ends up doing after this Mm -hmm. colin on the other hand he said this like several times that he was thinking about leaving after the 2020 election the election's over yeah why are you here anyway i'm not gonna get involved with anything (laughs) because i don't want to get mad again um but yeah i guess we should also mention that casey musgraves was the musical guest opening the season which honestly not surprising you know her album just came out Mm star-crossed you know it's about her divorce big topic it was funny because I there was a moment where I turned to him and I said, do you think she's lip syncing? Because she sounds so much like she does on her tracks. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, Casey Musgraves for a while has been a pretty good live vocalist. She was a bit dialed down mm-hmm. for her performances, but not everyone can be Lil Nas X, okay? Not everyone can be <laughs> Bad Bunny or Billie Eilish in a box that moves. Yeah. So with that being said, I do want to talk about what's coming up for this season. Four hosts have been announced, and they are Owen Wilson, Kim Kardashian West, Rami Malek, and Jason Sudeikis. Of those four, anyone you're excited for? Who are you most excited for? Yeah, actually, I'm a lot more hype about these three hosts than I was about Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kim Kardashian West, I just think it's so interesting to make her the host because I just feel like she's never relevant. <laughs> like... Like, there's no good time for her to host, and I feel Mm -hmm. like she doesn't have a lot to say, so it's, like, funny to give her a whole Mm. show. I think it's really... Okay, so all of these are first-time hosts, which is super surprising to me. I also feel like these... Some of these people... Okay, so Kim Kardashian and Owen Wilson, like, I feel like this is not their peak era, right? Like, they Mm, were... Interesting. Like, I feel like she should have hosted back in, like, 10 years ago or something like that. okay. I also am really interested to hear how they handle, like the Kanye separation Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um so yeah I'm just excited to like because I just don't I feel like it's such like a wild wild west of like what does an SNL episode look like with Kim Kardashian hosting Mm -hmm. and then Rami Malek I'm super excited for um selfishly because Arab American representation Mm -hmm. he's Egyptian um so I'm excited for that he's also just kind of like an awkward weird-ish guy yeah And so I think that's just, like, funny. Like, he doesn't try to be funny, but he just sort of, like, is. Mm -hmm. Like, his mannerisms are funny. I think also Pete Davidson did, like, a Mr. Robot impersonation (gasps) a few times. So I'm wondering if they'll, like, bring incorporate that somehow. Mm -hmm. I love when Pete Davidson collabs with the host. So Mm -hmm. Um, Jason Sudeikis I'm excited for. Obviously, he's an SNL alum, so, like, they usually do pretty well. Um, But, yeah, who are you excited for? It's funny because... I think Jason, we all saw coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rami, I had on my scorecard for last season because mm-hmm. that's when I had assumed James Bond would come out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest; I don't think Rami will do well just because I don't love his his like really awkward charisma. He's not very charismatic. Yeah, but I know it hits for some people, so I I'm think gonna it's let funny. it go. Yeah, yeah, which means I am actually quite excited for KKW. I know. Here's the thing. <laughs> When this was announced to me, when this news was broken to me, I 
finally understood what those musk heads felt about elon musk hosting snl like i obviously we were obviously haters but like now i'm sorry I get is that it. what his fan base is called that's what i'm calling them okay okay um because is she gonna do well absolutely mm. not am i gonna watch with like two eyes open absolutely and the other thing too is regarding this kanye situation i mean look i am someone on the side of kimye isn't over i'm on the side of some papers about to be rescinded but with that being said i did want to point out that a real fun fact about this batch rami malik owen wilson were co-stars in night of the museum too oh yeah I don't know if you would exactly call that role for Rami a star. Okay, role. you're right. I would say some some <laughs> snacks at craft services shared between Owen and Rami. They both seem like goldfish people. But with all that being said, what would you rank this episode? What a good question. Okay, so I'm going to say maybe if I'm being nice, 6.5 Cars sequels. Um, to be honest, the episode just didn't really do it for me like I'm glad that we are back I don't think it was a super strong premiere um most of the sketches I didn't love or I just felt like they weren't memorable which I feel like is worse in some ways um but I am happy to see everyone again and I think that Owen Wilson like did okay um so I'm much more excited to like see what comes next I align with you, but not your nice side, Hibba, because I am going to rate this episode 6 out of 10, Whitest Paints, a.k.a. Hibba's, because... Rude. I know. One thing I noticed is that this episode did not have a lot of Owen Wilson. The Mm. thing is, like, when he was on screen, when he did have more than one word to say, I think he did fine. Mm -hmm. He's still a good actor. I also should mention... I love Luke Wilson, and I think they're actually two brothers who like each other, so I like (laughs) them together. However... I will also say premieres are never my favorite episode. I think, like, in terms of, like, the seasonal trajectory, the episodes are always most fun for Christmas. They're always most fun for the finale of the show. Mm -hmm. And also, the season has 10 new writers. That's a lot of people to clear out the decks. And... I didn't know that. I just want to give props. Sudi Green has left this season, and I love Sudi. She's queen. Mm -hmm. And... That's a big loss. It's a big loss, just as Beck Bennett. Like, it's funny, too, because Beck Bennett actually kind of reminds me a little bit of Jason Sudeikis, where, like, mm-hmm. I don't care for Jason on SNL, but I care about him now. Mm-hmm. I feel the same about Beck, where, like, I didn't really care until he was gone. With that being said, there's a lot of great episodes coming up. Next week will be chaotic. It'll be fun, but we will be there. And so if you're coming back, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you so much. And Hibba. It was really nice to see you in person and to watch this with you together. I know. This was actually so much fun. Um, Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you, Candice, for renting us this very memorable co-working space. This rose quartz is going to be in my pocket at all times. Exactly. I hope that TSA actually doesn't, like, take it away from (laughs) you. That'd be pretty funny. We'll find out. I'll let you know on next week's episode. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Bye.